Hello, Pastor Deborah here. Wonderful to be back recording again today. It's early in the morning. The sun has not even come up because I have a lot of things to do today. And I want to get back to our wonderful teleministry that we've been working on. Yeah, we've been working through Isaiah 61 and soon Isaiah 62. These two scriptures out of the King James Bible have been foundational to me. Maybe not to you, but they are the Father's heart for us. The Father's desires and prophetic words that he spoke to an Old Testament prophet named Isaiah. I wanted to know why he was doing all that he was doing. Why did he send his own son as a lamb to sacrifice itself for us? I wanted answers to questions. I needed to know if I was going to serve him, trust him, have faith in him. I needed to know more about him and me. So Isaiah 61 began that process. And so we have been working through that verse by verse slowly here in the teleministry section, the playlist of the Hidden Kingdoms channel here on YouTube. We have been working steadily through it slowly. I'm a teacher. I'm a master teacher. And hopefully you're one of my disciples, students. I am teaching you his words, his words of spirit and life for your spirit. That's right. His words are words of spirit, but he can speak and he does into the kingdom of the flesh and into the kingdom of darkness. He's capable of speaking into all kingdoms, all worlds, all realms. Here in this part, part number four of Isaiah 61, verse number 10. We have been working in a a way that I study. It's an expanded form of the scriptures. You'll hear a lot of, of the word spiritual and spirit in front of words. God taught me this long ago. That if I was to understand his words of spirit and life, I had to put the word spiritual in front of everything. Oh, he uses examples to us. The shadows called the flesh, the natural world. That's a covering. It is a reflection. It's a shadow of the hidden realm of the spirit. It's hard to explain the realm of the spirit to us because we can't see it with our natural eyes. Our spirit lives in it. And yet we don't even know it exists. Some of us believe it's make-believe. Some of us never give it a thought. Some of us never think about it. But it's a real kingdom. It's a real realm. Just like the world of nature and the natural world of the flesh, of the five senses, of the physical body. Mm -hmm. It's a real realm. 
So here in this teleministry spiritual teaching video, this is going to be part number four of Isaiah 61, verse 10. And before we begin, I want to open up with a prayer. It always helps us to do that, to bring our hearts in alignment with teaching, to ask our spiritual teacher to help us, to guide us, and to be there. And how he does that is he comes through the words. He rides on the winds and he is infused into my words. For we are one. He's in my spirit. My spirit is in him. He is the life of my spirit, the blood sort of of my spirit. He is everything to my spirit. And when I speak, it comes through my soul. And over many, many years, my soul has been transformed to be a proper helpmate to my spirit. So the soul does not add anything of the natural world, anything that's not of the spirit of God. So here in the spiritual garden where I'm teaching is where your spirits are. You might be asleep, might be in a car, in a plane. Don't know where your physical body is, but it is on planet Earth. One day, some of you might be on Mars listening to me. But your spirit travels. It can come out of your body. It can go into other bodies. It can travel in the realm of the natural. That's right. Seen it, dealt with it, ministered to many of you, even now. So welcome to the teleministry section of the Hidden Kingdoms, a spiritual teaching global ministry with me, Pastor Deborah. So let's begin with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all that you have brought here to the garden, to those that will be listening to this video learning and growing. And to you, Father, we thank you. The very Father, the source, the author, and finisher of all spiritual things. You are the creator of everything. You created the laws. You created the punishments for disobeying. You are our Father. You are our creator. You are our teacher spiritually. You're here to help us, not hurt us. Oh, and you have a lot of competition down here, Father. That is a true statement. Many want to be you and take your place. There's many wars against you, against your people. But you are steady, Father. Throughout the generations of humanity, you are steady, working, fulfilling Isaiah 61 and 62 in humanity's lives. And thus fulfilling your word. So that when you sent it. It did not come back to you void. Empty. Fruitless. But it accomplished what you desired. So Father help us through Isaiah 61. Verse 10. As we continue studying. You. And us. And all the things. Around us. Thank you. In the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. We're going to pick up where we left off. We had been working through Isaiah 61, and it took us to another scripture reference. And that was in Isaiah 22, verse 21 through 23. In the 
previous video we had been working, we stopped before we got to verse 23. What you'll learn about Pastor Deborah is that you must follow the scripture references out and keep following out and keep following them out. And eventually you get a deeper understanding, more comprehensive understanding of what you began to understand. So in Isaiah 61, we went off to Isaiah 22. So let's pick up in verse number 23 of Isaiah 22. Uh, I'll be looking down a little bit because my notes are down there that I wrote out. Verse 23. And I, the Lord, the great creator of the great and majestic white robe. That's what we had been talking about in Isaiah 61. That we would get a white robe of righteousness. And we're trying to learn a little bit more about that here in Isaiah 22. So he said that the Lord, the great creator of the great and majestic white robe of his spiritual righteousness will spiritually fasten, bind them, place them in a sure, a fixed place, a high place to hold up the kingdom of heaven's righteousness. This white robe of righteousness was to be our clothes covering our spirit. He is saying it's over there. And I want to put it on you. And I want to show the world that you are a righteous spirit. You're in right standing with the laws of God. You have not disobeyed. You wear a white robe with no stains on it. I want to place it in a sure and fixed place. A high place. To hold up the kingdoms of heaven's righteousness to be seen as a nail, a fastener in a sure and steady, firm place of the kingdom of heaven. God was trying to find a home, a place, a person. For this white robe of righteousness. He wanted us to wear it. Spiritually. He wanted it to be there. Fixed. Permanent. For all in the kingdom. To see. And out in the realms of the darkness. And all your spiritual enemies. To see. That he had placed upon you. The white robe. Of spiritual righteousness. And we were no longer. In dirty rags. With filth. Unlawful. Sinful. Spiritual beings. But we now wore this holy. Majestic. Clean and pure. White robe. Is it our spirit? It ourself? Probably. Is it the covering? For our spirit? Probably. Is it the Spirit's clothes? Probably. But when I'm in the Spirit, I am 
like light, a brilliant white light. Something like what you see in this video back here by Pixabay. Just white light, wearing a robe, clothes, a garment, a covering of white righteousness, pure and holy. So he's telling us here in Isaiah 22. He created that and he wants to give it to us. So we can stay and we will be a fixture that people can look at and see his righteousness, the kingdom's righteousness, and the beauty of being right with the law. And he goes on in Isaiah 23 that he, the righteous forever person, that be me and you, when you get there, shall be for a glorious throne, the high seat of all spiritual authority and dominion in the kingdom of heaven. He is saying when you wear the white robe, when it is your clothes, your covering, your very essence, it's fixed. It's in a sure place. All can see it. All can see that you are in a high seat, a high place of spiritual authority and dominion. Mm -hmm. People are looking at you, what you wear. They're looking at you spiritually. What kind of being you are, what kind of clothes you wear. What kingdom do you represent? So he is saying in Isaiah 61 and expanded on here in Isaiah 22. He wants to put that on us. Make it our spiritual clothes. Our spiritual essence. He wants it fixed in us. On us. As a nail is in a sure place. Unmovable. Steady. And he is saying it will reflect and show to all this glorious white robe of righteousness represents the glorious throne, the seat of authority and dominion, all spiritual power of the kingdom of heaven. That's right. He's working to do that for us. Because when all in the spiritual world see us with the white robe of righteousness, they see him, his approval, his joy, his authority and dominion placed on us. All in the white robe of righteousness. And verse 23 goes on and says, and he, the righteous forever person, that's our spirit, shall be for a glorious throne, a seat of power and authority and dominion. We will be seen 
as the very seat, the place, the person, the being of the eternal righteous throne of a mighty ruler and king of the high kingdom called heaven. The white robe of righteousness, when we wear it and it's placed on us, it shows us we're a Lord. We are owners. Owners of what? What's been given to us? Our earth. Nature. The tree of life. That's right. And much more. We are also the master. The king. The ruler of that realm. You see how it goes is. Our father. The king of heaven. The lord of lords. The great I am. He is king in heaven. The spiritual realm. So we can never be a king there. We're always princesses. Or the prince. We're waiting. So he went and created a new land, new territory. That's how it works. We see that in the natural. For a prince to become a king, he must have his own territory, his own land, and things to manage and lead. So this wonderful, loving, spiritual father went and created a whole new world, the world of nature, the natural world, for us to live in. It would be that he would be in our spirit. Our spirit would be in a body like this. A dirt body of some kind of earth. From some kind of planet. And we would be a three in one being. We would rule that realm. We'll call it the natural realm. That was created for us. By our spirit. And our spirit would get all information, understanding, wisdom, knowledge, and how to do that by the Holy Spirit in our spirit. And we would be kings and rulers and lords over our own territory. We first had to learn how to do that over our own physical body and our soul, where we have our thoughts and emotions that are connected to the five senses. Of the biological body. So we had to become kings. Lords. Masters. In a separate place. Sort of a colony. We understand colonies. By ancient empires. You could be a king. In another land. But you served. Under the one true king. So that is how. He intended for us to be. He created the land. And he put us in it. And here we are. We were to be the righteous judge. In our kingdom. Our land. That he gave us. We were to be a righteous judge. Within ourselves. So that we would do right. We were to be a standard bearer. For the kingdom of heaven. Spiritually. And we were to help. That realm that was created for us to be in. The realm of the natural. We were to be the kings of it. The rulers. The masters. We were to be the shepherd. Of all that was given to us. Land. Animals. 
wisdom, knowledge, truth. Little ones. Little ones. Weak ones. We were to be protectors. We were to fight off our spiritual enemies, and there are many. They are here on our planet. We were to be mighty warriors, laying down our own desires in life to help someone else. We were to teach them, help them grow, bring in new life, watch over it. We were to be guardians, sort of, of the galaxy. Yeah, superheroes. Helping those who have been captured by the enemy. Setting captives free. We were to be mighty armies of truth. Wearing our white robe of righteousness. When we did this, what God said, that is his family down there. Take care of them. I'm putting you in charge. A lot of babies. A lot of war. You have an enemy. So he put on the white robe of righteousness. So in the spirit. Our enemies could see who we were. And those who we were trying to help. Would look at it. And see a savior. Mm -hmm. And then our job was to point them to. The one and true savior. Who we were working for. Who we were assisting spiritually. Now we are going to be taken to Job 12, 10 through 25. This is going to help us understand what we're talking about. This white robe of righteousness. When we are given this spiritual white robe of righteousness. We become a righteous one. It can only be put on us if we're born again. I'm working with a precious young man who has some deep spiritual sexual issues. He's been trying to solve them on his own. But he doesn't understand where they come from and what is going on. He thinks he does. And he's trying, but it's not working. So I'm teaching him about the past spiritual life of his family. Mm -hmm. And in that, I have to talk a lot about past spiritual things. He's listening and he's learning. But he does not yet quite understand The legal way to become free is the old you who is a captive must die spiritually. And that's done when someone accepts Christ Jesus. You die, you go through an experience on a cross, through the blood, through death. That is the legal way A separation. How it's explained in the Bible. Is that when a woman is married to a man. If she divorces him. It's not legal. Because they are still considered one. 
in the eyes of God. The only way she would be free to marry again and have a new husband is if she died. Mm-hmm. So, through death comes new life. Legally. So this young man, haven't quite told him that. But a lot of people have already died because they've accepted Christ Jesus. I believe he has. But in his heart and mind, it's not a reality. And his enemies don't want him to know that he's really dead to them. They have no more claim on him. Because the him that they were attached to doesn't exist anymore. But he's not there yet. Takes a while to die. In your mind, in your soul, in your thoughts. To catch up with the reality spiritually. So our enemy keeps working to keep us ensnared and to keep us prisoners. So what we're learning about this white robe of righteousness. The creator of it wants to put it on all of humanity. Not in the condition we're in because you can't wear it. If you're serving other gods or serving a philosophy, following people, bowing down to statues, to flags, to a constitution, a government, you can't wear the white robe of righteousness spiritually. There has to be a lot of change. So this righteous one, you, the forever person, into your spiritual hands, it was given to Pastor Deborah, will the Lord spiritually give unto us his spiritual rulership over the kingdom from the kingdom of heaven so we can rule on earth as it is ruled in heaven. We are a royal regent, a king spiritually, a ruler. We are a shepherd, a protector, a warrior. We are a lord. We own by right of our birth as a righteous spiritual being. To a king, a father. We are his masters of his property, of his power and authority here on planet Earth. When we die spiritually by accepting Christ Jesus as our Lord, our Savior, and our God, We're changed. We're babies. We're not who we used to be. But we're still in a dirt body. On planet earth. And God says, I want you to grow up. Mature. Become a mighty one. I'll take you out of the baby robes of righteousness. And put on the majestic robe that kings wear. Glistens, sort of like this back here. You are just filled with pure white light. You're fixed. You're sure. 
enemy can see you. You shine out every part of your spirit. His laws of truth, wisdom, righteousness, love, joy, peace. You are a shining light covered in a robe of white righteousness, white light. So we're learning this is the goals, the heart's desire for this father, this creator that we're learning about in Isaiah 61, verse 10. So this white robe of righteousness is a gift. Is it us? Yes. Is it the light that comes out of us? Yes. Is it our covering that our spirit is? Yes. Is it the spirit light that comes from us? Yes. Is it our clothes? Yes. And he wants to give it to us. So here on planet earth, when people look at you spiritually, they can see the white light, the righteousness, the beauty, the glory, the majesty of the kingdom of heaven. And it's great. I am the king. So the white robe of righteousness is us. It's our clothes, but it's also our being. It's the light that shines from us. It represents righteousness with the law, pureness, glory, clean, beautiful, no longer stained and dirty, filthy. Our rags have been changed. Our clothes, our covering, all changed to a white robe of righteousness. We've been sent. When the egg and the sperm get together, whether it's in a Petri dish or the womb of a woman, a new spiritual being comes into existence with a forever person on the inside. When the heartbeat starts, a new spiritual being is there waiting to come forth out of the womb. And that one, at that time, is not wearing the white robe of righteousness. It is still in the old kingdom of darkness. But we can help it. And we can help it become a mighty king. If it's allowed to live. But if not, it'll come back. Some cultures call it reincarnation. But we will all come back in another form I may not look like this in my new life I may just be pure light don't know yet it's going to be exciting hope to see you there but for right now just know there's a white robe of legal righteous righteousness it's waiting to be put on you to be your spirit's covering To be the light shining out of you. So you can rule and reign. Down here on planet earth. The way you're supposed to. For the kingdom of heaven. Not from other Mary. Not to live by other laws and rules. Of ancient philosophers. Not to submit yourself. And be loyal to another government. But only to one. To the king and the kingdom of heaven. 
is where your loyalties lie and nowhere else. Okay, we'll pick up in Job 12, 10 through 25 to continue to expand on verse 10. And I'll see you out there in the realm of the spirit. You look for me. You speak to me. I can hear you and see you. You can find me. I'm not hard to find. And we can get down to business. Love you, Pastor Deborah. See you out there. Bye-bye.